Welcome to the tiny, dark, and dingy bedroom of one very bored individual. Please sit down, relax, and let's talk scary. This is the Scared Noodle Podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of the Scared Noodle Podcast. I am your host, Noodles. Here to welcome the new year with you. It is 2019. Happy New Year, everybody. I hope your night was great. My night sucked. Well, it didn't suck. It was pretty cool, except the music was whack. But ah, I don't even want to talk about it. The, the less said about it, the better. It wasn't terrible, but it could have been much, much better. Regardless, kicking off the new year, we're going to look back fondly at 2018, which was a, a pretty good year for horror. Not the best. I mean... Well, we'll talk about it. We'll get into that. But for the uninitiated, this is the Scared Noodle Podcast, a podcast talking all things horror in pop culture. You get an episode every single week, probably on Fridays. Who knows? It's just going to pop out during the week. It, it will be there for sure. It will be there every week. I'm sorry last week I didn't drop an episode, guys. This holiday season was so busy in my life. Guys, don't have kids and just get away from your family as soon as you can. Seriously, like just don't have children. Get as far away from your family as soon as you can. As soon as you hit 18, get the fuck out. That way you have no responsibilities and no due diligence to anyone but yourself in the future. And you don't miss out on the important things like recording your podcast and spending some type of, some time alone doing things, you know, the kind of things that you don't want nobody watching you do. But anyway... Yes, this is a Scare Noodle Podcast. We talk horror here. You get an episode every week. Feel free to follow me on Twitter at Cast Noodle so we can talk. I've been watching some movies and doing some like live commentaries. I was trying to watch Friday the 13th Part 9 and while talking about that movie as I watched it. And I totally fell asleep because that movie's horrible. But I'm probably going to do stuff like that more often now so you guys can chime in on the conversations and tell me that I'm wrong about how much a movie sucks or how much I'm right a movie sucks and vice versa. And I'll probably do that when playing games and all that shit too. But anyway, this episode, we're going to look back for a few minutes, look at 2018 and how good it was for horror because it was a pretty good year. And then we're going to look forward to 2019 because 2019 looks to be an even better year for horror. We got some really good movies coming out. We got at least one good horror game coming out. Last year, we didn't get shit. You know, but this year we got at least one good one and all this other stuff. But before we get into any of that, folks, we're going to start this episode off the way we always do with the scare of the week. And so, Scary Witch, please take me away. So this week's scare of the week, the first scare of the week of 2019 is so obvious. It's going to go to... The most popular movie of the past like seven days. A movie that is taking over meme culture. Like just memes everywhere. It's going to go to Bird Box. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have not seen Bird Box, you have to watch it. You have to be a part of the conversation. You're seeing memes of people blindfolded. Sandra Bullock blindfolded all over the place. And you have no idea what's going on. Go down Netflix and watch this movie. Bird Box is a movie about a mother blindfolded leading her blindfolded children through a river with some flashbacks explaining what's going on everyone is being hunted down by these invisible creatures that make you look that if you look at them 
you're going to go crazy and kill yourself. It's like a much better version of The Happening. If you've seen The Happening by M. Night Shyamalan and you were very disappointed with that movie, Bird Box is the answer. This is the movie you were waiting for. This is the movie you wanted The Happening to be. Better acting, better directing, editing, everything is just much better in this movie. Now, I'll admit, the first time I saw it, I didn't like it. I was making fun of it the whole time, but the second time, the, I gave it a second chance. I watched it. with I was more focused watching it. I think the first time I was watching it, I was too busy trying to do something else. So the second time, I actually focused, and yeah, it was good. I like the performances. I don't. The movie isn't really too scary. It it's creepy and it is tense in some moments, but I do feel that because it's a Netflix movie and not a theatrical theatrically released film, there are some shortcuts taken in this movie because the budget is smaller. So. And that disappointed me and took me out of the movie, but it is effective. I do like its less is more approach, but I would have liked just a tad bit more. And if you watch the movie, you'll see what I mean if you share the same opinion that I do. But I do recommend Bird Box. It's not a bad movie at all. It's not terrifying. It is, But like I said, it's tense. It's good, really good performances. A really good cast. It's not just Sandra Bullock. You got John Malkovich in there. So, yeah, really well put together movie, top to bottom. Not really a fan of the ending, but I'm very hard to satisfy when it comes to endings in horror movies. There's sometimes I want a specific ending, and you know, but it's whatever. This is a good movie, and you need to watch it because you have to be a part of the conversation. So, Bird Box, Scare of the Week, go check it out. Now, let's talk about 2018, one of the most awesome years for horror movies. So, before we talk about all the good in horror in 2018, like I said, it was an awesome year for horror movies. Now, the problem with 2018 is that that's the only good thing we got from horror in the year. It was only good horror movies. We didn't get a single good horror video game. I didn't read a single horror book that came out in 2018 that was awesome. We got a show that got a lot of praise, you know, a haunting, The Haunting of Hill House. But to me, that show was garbage. If, if you heard my review, I forgot which episode it was, but I reviewed it very briefly. And I told you guys why I hate that show from top to bottom. So I, hate it. I just couldn't stand it. We did get a good show that it was kind of horror, but it was more like a teen drama that was pretty macabre. And that was um, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. That was pretty good. It was gruesome. It, it was very dark. It, it was nice, but it wasn't scary or, or anything like that. I don't consider it horror, but I guess you could because it has to do with witchcraft and all that stuff. And it wasn't really a comedy. It was a more serious take. But to me, that was just a very dark drama. But, you know, if you want to consider that horror, that was a good horror show. Like I said, drama, dark drama to me. It was great, though. It was really good. Awesome. Video games, like I said, we didn't get shit. Nothing good at all in the video game department. Usually, we get at least an indie hit or so. Nothing. There was a game called Agony that came out, and it was so hyped. Like, a great visuals with the trailers and all that stuff, but it was horrible. It, it, you couldn't play it. It was such, just such a disappointment. Then there was the Call of Cthulhu, but that never looked scary, and it was just dead on arrival. So, horror in general wasn't really good in 2018 but horror movies on the other hand holy shit did we get blessed and before i talk about 
all these great horror movies that came out were the ones that I saw because I didn't get to see everything, unfortunately. But I'm going to do better this year at seeing all the good shit that comes out. One of the best things that happened this year in horror, in general, is that the rights to Friday the 13th and Jason Voorhees have been settled. We know who can do what with what in this franchise. I spoke about this in my last episode covering Friday the 13th. And so now that Jason is free to be let loose on Crystal Lake and kill people again, that's great. That's great for the future of horror because Michael Myers came back in 2018. Pinhead came back in 2018. Leprechaun came back in 2018. You got Chucky coming back in 2019. I'm really hoping that trailer drops sometime soon because we are about six months away from the release of that movie. So at least a nice little teaser trailer or something would be really nice right now. But I can wait. I can wait like another month or so. That's fine. But I would like it sooner rather than later. Now, with Jason coming back, LeBron James the world's greatest basketball player of all time, sorry, Michael Jordan, he has a production company and he actually has been trying to figure out how to get the rights to make the next Friday the 13th movie, which has me very excited. See, LeBron James was so on the nose with this that on Halloween of 2018, he showed up to his basketball game dressed as Jason. And I don't think that means he wants to play the character, but he really is determined to produce this movie. Now, I know this is a horror podcast, so maybe most of you guys are not into sports. Maybe you guys are. Who knows? But LeBron James, off the court, is an astute businessman. This man knows how to make money. He wants to be worth a billion dollars at one point in his life, and I think he's going to do it. So I am confident that he has been studying how horror movies have been getting made recently and how they've been able to become very, very successful. I'm talking over 100 to $200 million at the box office against a budget of around 10 15 million dollars i think he's studying how to get how to make that happen so i am very confident that he can deliver a good friday the 13th movie with his company so i'm excited that someone with such a high profile is already looking to get jason back on the big screen because even if he doesn't get to do it i think that generates enough buzz for other producers to look at friday the 13th and go hey We'll buy the rights to it and we'll make a movie and hopefully we'll get something at least halfway decent. I just want to see Jason on the big screen kill like at least 13 camp counselors, two of them being topless. And yeah, I'll be freaking excited. But now let's talk about what really actually came out in 2018. I just wanted to ramble a little bit about about that thing because I think that Jason coming back is always good for horror. First movie I want to talk about, though, I'm just going to get it out of the way. It's going to be A Quiet Place. See, A Quiet Place really surprised me. I remember seeing the trailer for this movie, and I remember I was on board the hype train the moment I saw the the trailer. I just thought, holy shit, this movie looks good. Everyone has to be quiet, nobody talk, and we'll survive this. And I love that concept. And I loved when... I saw it in the theater. I've seen A Quiet Place four times now. I saw it once in the theater and three times after it came out. And my experience in the theater will forever be my favorite because I just loved how quiet everyone was. Usually when you go see horror movies, it's a it's a fun ride. People are just yelling, run, don't go in that door, and you know shit like that. They're always yelling at the characters. 
But my experience in the theater was no matter how intense this movie got, everyone stayed completely silent. Now, don't get me wrong. I love the audience hollering at, at characters in movies to run and grab the other weapon or some shit like that or close the door. I love that. But for this movie in particular, it just really gripped me the way everyone was quiet and how everyone was just watching and everyone was squirming but they didn't want to yell everyone was just hugging each other and all that in, in the theaters it was it was great and I still had that effect watching this movie multiple times after from the comfort of my home I couldn't even say anything I was so caught up in this movie I loved the fact that Every character in this movie was pretty much lovable, except the one kid who made the noise and got killed. He got what he deserved. I was I was a fan of that. I was so happy because I thought to myself, you dumb kid, how the hell are you going to make noise? Listen to your parents, you freaking idiot. And he got what he deserved. When you don't listen to your parents, monsters eat you. So that was great. I found this movie to be utterly terrifying because... The tension in this movie was insane. The the scene with the mom giving birth, when they're downstairs and they're trying to keep the baby quiet, like everything about this movie was great. I loved all of it. And I do like the fact that this is a horror movie that's trying to be a little bit more. I like when it's done right. Because some of these movies, some horror movies, for example, The Vivitch or Hereditary, they try to be more than just a horror movie and it gets too artsy. Just also like the Suspiria remake that came out last year. They just try to take the genre and make it art. Like, and it's all, all cinema is art, obviously. All film is art. It is an art form, but horror is a specific type of art. It's not supposed to be classy and, you know, pretentious. It's not. It's horror. It's people getting murdered in very, you know, it just gets getting murdered in various ways in those kind of horror movies. are just very scary things. It's, it's something that's supposed to get your adrenaline pumping and get you scared. It's not supposed to be artsy-fartsy. So this movie, taking itself seriously as a horror movie and showing like a family drama and just a family trying to get by and survive, I like how it was executed. So kudos to everyone who worked on this movie. Kudos to the director. John Krasinski, who also wrote the movie, his wife, Emily, who was great in this movie as well. Just everyone did fantastic. This is a great movie, the best horror movie to come out in 2018 and probably the best horror movie to come out since Get Out. And they're only a year apart. So who knows what's going to happen this year in 2019? We might get an even better horror movie. So, yeah, definitely Quiet Place, best horror movie of 2018. Let's talk about. The sleeper hit of 2018. And that movie is a body horror movie called Upgrade. Now, Upgrade, the best description I can ever give it is it's Venom, but a hundred times better. See, Venom was a unnecessary piece of dog shit that we should have never been cursed with. You know, no, we should have never seen that garbage. And I can't believe it made almost $900 million at the box office. These people, you guys in the international box office markets... You guys got to stop watching movies because it has cool special effects. You guys got to stop being so easily impressed with Hollywood spectacles because that's not what makes a good movie, guys. Please stop giving these crappy movies mon money because we're going to keep getting sequels. Just go watch good movies. Please, do us that favor. Please, international box office moviegoers. Just 
Stop watching these shitty movies. I beg of you. But anyway, back to Upgrade, which is a great movie and everyone at the international box office should go see. It's basically, like I said, Venom. And the guy, the main character looks exactly like Tom Hardy. He can be Tom Hardy stunt double. So that's, it boggles my mind how Venom was released just a few months before Venom. It was just called Upgrade. This guy, he bonds with an AI that fixes his body and gives him all the same powers of that Venom has and shit, basically, except he doesn't turn into this black goo thing. And he beats, he fights all these freaking bad guys and shit like that. But it's it's a techno thriller. It's a techno horror movie about the horrors of technology and technology taking over. Seriously, if you're scared of Google and Skynet and Terminator and all that shit, you should definitely watch Upgrade. It's the best Blumhouse movie that didn't get much marketing. It's one of the best indie horror films we've gotten. It's just great. Please go support that movie. Go watch it. Get get it out there. I need this movie to be to just be seen by everyone so I can discuss it because it sucks that I have no one to talk with about Upgrade. I, I even go on Reddit and there's nobody on Reddit talking about this movie. It sucks. So, great movie. Definitely go watch it. And that brings me to another Blumhouse movie. Let's just get this out the way. A movie that I did like. It's very controversial in, in terms of how it was received between fans and audiences and everything in between. Let's talk about Halloween. Now, Halloween, I said it. It was a great slasher movie, but just a good Halloween film. It wasn't all that. It's not the best one. It's not even in the top three. It's it, it's it's one of the good ones. It's definitely one of the good ones, but it's not one of the best ones. And maybe seeing it a few more times. I've only seen it twice now, and I still feel exactly the same way. Well, not really. I'm, I can't really say that because the second time I saw it what I liked I liked even more but what I disliked I disliked even more that what I really don't like about this movie I feel like the more I watch it the more it's going to piss me off because there is a masterpiece hidden in this film and just certain decisions were made with certain characters that is just it was just so disappointing it was just so disappointing to experience this and all that so Fuck it. I liked it. I did have a good time watching it the first and the second time. This is the best Michael Myers, hands down, of all time. This is the Michael Myers. The definitive Michael Myers, I think, is Jai Drew Courtney. You know, James Drew Courtney, Jai Drew Courtney. I, I hope I said his name right in either iteration. Laurie Stroll, Jamie Lee Curtis, you did great. Please don't come back. This was a fitting conclusion to your story. And... I personally don't want to see you. If anything, I want Michael to leave Haddonfield and go find somewhere else to terrorize and maybe stumble upon Elm Street or, you know, Crystal Lake, something. You know, go fight somebody. Blumhouse, get the rights to multiple serial killers, famous, iconic slasher villains, and just get a brawl going, you know. Actually, I would love for Michael to stumble upon Woodsboro. and Let's see what happens when he in, gets in the way of Ghostface and shit, you know. But, yeah. Halloween is definitely one of the top horror movies of the year. I can't deny it. Like, it really was a good movie, a well-put-together movie with just some bumbling decisions. Had some great kills. There were moments that were utterly fucking terrifying in this movie. But just the bumbling decisions, man, I just can't get over that shit. Like, it really bothered me and took me out of the movie. So, it doesn't beat A Quiet Place. It doesn't beat Upgrade. But it pretty much beats most other things that came out. Now, 
I do want to get to looking forward to 2019. So I'm just going to straight up just mention movies that came out this year that were pretty awesome. And they were pretty much sleeper hits, you know. There was Hellfest, which was one of my first episodes of the show talking about this this movie. It was the first bonus episode where I reviewed Hellfest and I said it was great. It was awesome. A lot of fun to watch. Some great cast, some great kills, a great villain with a cool ending that will have you talking at the water cooler. You know, that was pretty good. There was also the movie Revenge, a rape and revenge film, a genre that I hate, but I find good movies in this genre. There's The Crow, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. And there's this movie, Revenge, which is just a bona fide freaking tour the force, violent, awesome movie that honestly, my only problem with this movie, besides the genre that it is, rape and revenge, is although I do love the violence in this movie, not the sexual assault violence, but the the revenge part of the violence, there is a certain point where I just can't believe that the main character is surviving what she's surviving. You know, it's it's a little it's a little much, a little too much if you ask me, you know? But other than that, it's a great film from top to bottom. I hate the genre and I like this movie a lot. I think French filmmaking really needs its breakout hit in the States. You know, something that really brings it to the mainstream. I don't think it's this movie. But if we keep getting more and more movies of this caliber just coming out and people talking about it, I think we we, we will have a really... We just, I, just, I love French filmmaking. I love horror movies from France like High Tension... You know, there, there's just something about the way they film because to them, it's not film, it's cinema. You know, there's magic to it. <clears throat> Excuse me. There's a certain magic to, to French film and all, and for the French cinema. And this movie has it. It has that magic in the way that it's shot and the colors and the characters. Like, there's just something magical about it, even though this is such a disturbing movie to watch and, you know... It's just, it's, it is a little much. It's just a little, tad bit much. But Revenge, great freaking movie. Great freaking movie. I, I liked it. I, I have to admit it. I liked it. It was good and everyone should watch it. Definitely. Now, two more movies that I'm going to mention. The last two movies that make this year great for horror. I'm going to mention Overlord and Summer of 84. And I'm mentioning them together because they couldn't be any more different. But... They were so much fun, and sometimes horror movies need to be fun. We have to enjoy getting scared, because that's, to me, what makes horror movies work. I'm all for movies that are utterly freaking terrifying, and I don't even smile once while watching them. I'm totally okay with that, you know? But sometimes, we just gotta have fun, and Overlord and Summer of 84 were a lot of fun, you know? It was just... Summer of 84 was a great 80s throwback horror movie with a little bit of a twist here, a little whodunit kind of vibe. Overlord was a crazy, awesome, zombie-killing, Nazi zombie-killing bloodfest, which was also just a ton of fun. And I think we got a lot of fun this year in our horror movies. Not so much scary. Like, A Quiet Place was scary. Halloween was scary in parts, but it was a lot of fun to watch, you know? And... Upgrade also a lot of fun to watch. You know, we got a lot of fun in our horror this year, this year in 2018. And I'm just hoping that in 2019, we up the scares a little bit more, you know, because 
like I said, I love having fun in my horror movies. I think that's great, but I would like a few more just terrifying movies. Hereditary tried to do that. Hereditary tried his best. And I know that a lot of people walked out of Hereditary loving that movie. But to me, it falls under that same category as The Vivitch, which you're, it's a movie that's not trying to be a horror movie. It's using horror as a concept to make another kind of movie. I didn't find it scary at all. I found it boring i hated all the characters in that movie it really disappointed me another movie that disappointed me was the nun but i'm not really a big fan of the conjuring franchise i only like the first movie and the second annabelle movie i'm not really a fan of what james wan has been doing or any of those guys with this jump scare heavy bullcrap i'm really tired of it i hope james wan goes back to like torture porn or something go make another saw movie man that franchise definitely needs you back or something but yeah, The Nun was disappointing. Suspiria, unfortunately, was disappointing for the same reasons I just mentioned with Hereditary and The Revenge. Too artsy-fartsy. And that sucks because the original Suspiria was kind of artsy. But it wasn't fartsy, you know. It was just very... It was artsy in the way that Dario Argento just made blood ooze and the way blood splattered and the windows and all that stuff and that was cool but this movie tried to be artsy in a pretentious way where it presented itself as a film rather than like a horror movie like this this is a film you know and that doesn't work you're a horror movie man scare the shit out of me please don't bore me with your stupid ballet drama like ugh, the less said about Suspiria the better but yeah Back to what I was originally saying, Overlord and Summer of 84, two very fun horror movies to watch. I don't think there's a, the, each movie has maybe one or two good scares and that's it, but it's really all about the freaking fun that you have watching these movies. It's fun watching Nazi zombies get killed. It's fun watching kids in the 80s getting murdered and trying to figure out who the killer is and shit like that. It, that's, that's fun. And yeah 2018 was just a very good year for horror movies in general there's a lot of indie stuff out there holy crap i'm about to wrap this up without even mentioning probably the best indie horror movie we got i was saying that it was upgrade but i wasn't even thinking about mandy with nicholas cage holy shit how did i almost forget mandy mandy was a movie i gave a very glowing review to in a scare of the week just a few weeks ago mandy with nicholas cage the only thing i can say about this movie because I already praised it enough. Is please go watch this movie. It's on Shutter. It's so freaking good. Mandy is a masterpiece. It is a very good movie. It runs a little bit too long. I will admit. You know me. I don't like my horror movies anywhere near that two-hour mark. You know, ninety minutes. I'll let you push it to hundred and five minutes if you're a, a good movie. You know, and, and you keep me engaged. But anytime you're dangerously close to the two-hour mark. I am tapping out. I am bored. I want this to end. But this movie was really freaking good. It's Nicolas Cage at his craziest. It's a really bad acid trip that's scary as fuck. You got to see this movie. Mandy, definitely up there. One of the best movies this year in general. Not even just a horror movie. Just one of the best movies this year. This is a horror movie that tries to be artsy, and but is definitely nowhere near fartsy. This is a good artsy horror movie. So yeah, 2018, thank you for your awesomeness. Thank you for giving me back Pinhead. Thank you for giving me back Leprechaun, even though that was a shitty movie. Thanks for bringing back Michael Myers in a good movie. Thank you for resolving the issues with Jason Voorhees. Now here's hoping we get him back 
better than ever, if not this year in 2019, sometime in 2020. There's, pre there's plenty of Friday the 13th coming up. Just get one of these movies out on that day, and let's. And then after that, we'll just welcome back with open arms our good friend, Freddy motherfucking Krueger. Now, let's talk 2019, folks, because there's a lot of shit to be excited for this year. So first and foremost, let's talk about the big video game coming out this year for horror. Just a few weeks away, Resident Evil 2. January 29th, this year, holy shit, Resident Evil 2 is finally being remade. And it looks awesome. The first trailer came out at E3 last year. It was pretty freaking cool. It's, look, it's changing the gameplay. It's no more, it's no tank controls no more. It's straight up that behind-the-back perspective we're used to post-Resident Evil 4. Not the first person that we got with Resident Evil 7. But... It's Resident Evil 2 again, guys. Now, Resident Evil 2 wasn't as scary as Part 1. Definitely not as scary as Part 3. But the way Capcom is now back on its time to scare the shit out of you game again, I'm looking forward to this. I am beyond hyped. It's Resident Evil, one of my favorite video game franchises of all time. It's Resident Evil 2, one of my favorite games in the franchise. You guys know I hold it in very high regard based on my Resident Evil episode about a month or so ago. Who knows how long ago that shit was. But, yeah, Resident Evil 2 is the first big thing to happen in horror in 2019, and it's going to be a hit, a bona fide hit. I pre-ordered my copy of the game. You should, too. I think it's only coming out for PS4, as it should be. And, guys, you have no reason not to get this game, seriously. If you like to be scared, it's freaking Resident Evil. Like, what's scarier than Resident Evil besides, like, Five Nights at Freddy's and the first Slender game? Nothing really. This is, oh well, Silent Hill too actually is pretty terrifying. Silent Hill should make a comeback as well, but who knows when that's gonna happen? So let's just get excited that Resident Evil Two is coming out. All right, guys, that's gonna be freaking awesome because right after Resident Evil Two, we get probably our first hit slasher movie of the year, and that is Happy Death Day to You. Happy Death Day to You is the sequel to one of my favorite slashers of 2017, probably one of my favorite slashers of the past five years. It's probably like in my top three, definitely. And that's Happy Death Day, which is Groundhog's Day meets like Scream or some shit or Urban Legend. Like it's a really corny costume. It's not scary at all, but the concept of this movie, it's freaking awesome. A girl keeps getting killed by the same serial killer and she keeps waking up every time she dies to that morning of the day she dies and she has to figure out who the fuck is killing her so she can stop this cycle and just the twists and the turns this movie was fun as hell to watch it was scary it has the scary moments you know and some very good tense moments as there's some really good tense moments between her and her killer and just awesome the reveal towards the end it's kind of flat but it's serviceable it's not out of left field it does make sense it's just kind of flat and it probably could have gone in another direction. I'm, I haven't seen this on Blu-ray or streaming or anything. So I'm not sure if there's alternate endings. There's got to be. with Just with the concept of Lone. Of how many different scenarios they try to play out. With her waking up every day. But yeah. Just the killer reveal was a little flat. But other than that. This movie was freaking awesome. I don't know how they're going to incorporate into the story. That she's falling into the cycle again in this second movie. But We'll just see what happens. I am excited. I saw the first trailer. A second trailer just dropped. And it looked good. It, it looks 
it looks just as good as the first trailer. You know, I don't know why I paused when I said that. It still looks good. And it comes out Valentine's Day weekend, which is awesome. I know what I'm doing for Valentine's Day. I'm going to have myself a hot date with my lady. And we're just going to go over there and watch this goddamn movie. Because the first one was awesome. You should have seen it. If you haven't seen it, stop and see it now. Because, or just wait till the, till the day you go see the second one and watch it back to back. I think that would be a freaking great thing to do. It's a short and sweet movie. It does not disrespect your time at all. Great performances. Like I said, a great concept for a slasher movie, the whole Groundhog's Day thing. And yeah, Happy Death Day to you is definitely in my top three movies anticipated this year that's not like Avengers or Godzilla. And yeah. Next movie, though, that I'm really, really excited for on top of this one is Jordan Peele's Us. Guys, I'm going to give you five seconds. I'm sorry, about three minutes to go see this trailer. Grab your phone right now. And go see this trailer. Take three minutes. Pause this right now. I might even give you a little beat so you can pause on right now. You're going to pause right now, okay? Okay, I hope you watch the trailer. And you're freaking out right now. Because that trailer is fucking terrifying. I am so hyped for this movie, guys. I feel like this movie is going to be even better than Get Out. I was... A little nervous at first when I found out Jordan Peele was working on another horror movie. I don't want him to be pigeon-held into just making horror movies. He is clearly an incredible writer and a fantastic director who's only going to get better as he goes on. And so I do want him to just branch out. I want him to make movies of all kinds of of all kinds of genres. I want to see him direct a a, a good drama. I want to see him direct a drama. I want to see him make a freaking action movie. Not. I even want to make I see him do a superhero movie. Not in Marvel. Marvel has more than enough talented directors that they ruin with their bullshit all the time. See Edgar Wright and James Gunn, for examples. But just an, another type, maybe an original superhero movie. Let him create his own. Just I want him to keep growing because he is a very exciting young director to keep an eye on. He, he, like, you know, he, we all knew he was talented from the show Key and Peele, but to see this, like what he did with Get Out, and we have not seen this movie yet, obviously. It's coming out in March, but it looks like it's going to be freaking fantastic. And if it nails it, if it actually is better than Get Out, the sky is the limit for this guy. And I, I would watch any horror movie he makes after this if it's as good as Get Out or more. But I really do want to see him make a whole bunch of other shit. So I'm just very excited for where his career is going to go after this. I don't want to get out too. I love the first one. I don't think we need a sequel. And this could be like a spiritual sequel to that and just let him move on. Now, there's still more horror movies coming out this year that are going to be freaking huge, guys. We have It Chapter 2, When the Kids Are Freaking Adults. If anybody read the book It. You know what the hell is going to happen. How bad this is going to get. This is going to be even scarier than the first movie. At least in my opinion. The beginning of the book of It. You know when you read the actual novel. It starts with them as adults. You know I mean the majority of the first half is them as children. But that opening scene is what this movie is going to open up with. And you know what happens guys if you read this book. And I feel like that scene alone is going to be utterly terrifying. And I can't wait to see it. For those of you who have not read the book, you're in for a freaking ride. Because this movie is about to take you on a more insane, batshit, nuts journey than the first movie did. Like, it's going to be fucking awesome. 
we got we we don't have a trailer for that movie yet obviously we'll probably get one of those soon maybe when pet cemetery comes out which is another movie we have to be excited for we have to be excited for pet cemetery because that looks utterly terrifying i just recently watched the original maybe about a month ago or something yeah i, I it had to be about a month ago i saw it and it still holds up pretty well it's not it's not the best per se Stephen King's adaptions don't really have that good of a track record. When they're good, they're really freaking good. And when they're bad, they're terrible. You know, I'm not really a big fan of The Shining. I did like Carrie. I did like Christine. And of course, I loved It Chapter One. Did not like the made for the Tim Curry, Tim Roth. Tim Curry, right? It was Tim Curry. Oh, I don't remember what his name is. But I definitely did not like that made for tv bullshit in the 90s like i didn't scare me i nothing the book scared the shit out of me though so i know there's there was i knew there was a scary story in this movie but the movie wasn't doing it justice at all maybe it was the budget maybe it was the acting who knows didn't do shit for me until it chapter one that freaking ruined my life so that's up there as well top movies to look forward to was it, it for me it has to be in order freaking it us happy death day to you and with child's with the new child's play movie as an honorable mention at number four another movie coming out this year is that child's play movie which i just mentioned earlier i can't wait till we get the trailer i hope it's dropping soon because the movie it's not right around the corner but it's damn close maybe they'll start hyping it up after captain marvel comes out because there are a lot of big movies coming out this year besides the horror movies that are going to take up a lot of marketing space, a lot of ad space. So maybe they're waiting for one of those movies to come out so there'll be some ad space that won't be as expensive or something. Who knows what they're waiting for. There's a very good viral marketing campaign happening now for this movie showing pictures of, like, animated pictures of the new Chucky doll and they're calling him the My Buddy doll and it, his eyes glow red and his smile turns evil and shit like that. Like, it's pretty cool. I like what I'm seeing. It's getting me hyped. I know there's a lot of controversy with the story of this new Chucky movie, how he's not a possessed doll. It's a AI gone crazy and is trying to kill these kids. But I'm all for it. I'm definitely... I want to see what's, ha what's going to happen because our Brad Dourif Chucky is still coming to us in the form of a TV series on Netflix or something like that. I don't even think that's gone into production. I know that the creator of Chucky, and who also pretty much writes and produces everything about it now, Aside from this upcoming reboot, obviously, he's been talking about it, but nothing's being done on their end and someone else is making this movie. So I'm all for more Chucky. I saw that that teaser poster with the box was awesome. The image of Chucky that where we see half his face. I thought that was awesome as well. So I'm really excited for this. I want all the iconic slashers to come back and be successful so they can be put into a regular rotation of film releases because I feel like we should have one of these once a year. Like this year we get a Chucky movie, next year Jason, the year after that Freddy, and just keep it going once a year, you know, just for all time's sake because that's how it used to be. Why can't it be that way again, right? Now, some lesser known movies coming out this year. Actually, no, let's keep going with the big hitters, all right? We do have another Annabelle movie coming out this year. I think that's the next movie in the Conjuring franchise. I don't think we're getting the actual Conjuring 3 till next year, 2020. Correct me if I'm wrong. But I do know that we're definitely getting Annabelle 3 this year. The second Annabelle movie was fantastic. 
I loved it. I hated the first one, but this the second one was great. I know it had a lot of jump scares and that freaking sucked. I hate the jump scare heavy nature of these Conjuring movies, this franchise, same thing with Insidious. It's all jump scare heavy. I hate that shit. But this movie was creepy as fuck and Annabelle was finally terrifying to me. I always hated the fact that Annabelle wasn't scary at all in these movies, but for the first time, this little fucking doll creeped me the fuck out. It was great, so I do look forward to the third one, although I do feel as though we might be getting franchise fatigue soon because next thing you know there's a chair in this movie that gets its own spin-off. They want to make spin-offs of every single ghost in these movies when we should just stop it and keep the story pushing forward. But I'll take another Annabelle movie. I just don't want a sequel to The Nun because The Nun was horrible. We don't need a sequel to that shit. The sequel is The Conjuring pretty much. Also, lesser known horror. Now I can talk about a lesser known horror movie that I am excited for because it's his it's a uh, his uh, Latino-themed horror movie. It's called The Curse of La Llorona. If you look at the spelling and you don't speak Spanish or read Spanish or understand how Spanish works, the title will look like The Curse of the El Llorona. It's in Spanish, two L's makes a just sound. All right, guys, that's that's how it is. But this is a movie based on a Mexican folklore, the scary Mexican tale about a weeping woman who you hear her by a river, and if you She's like a siren. She's like the Mexican siren. If you go near her to near the cries and everything, you're dead. And there was a trailer for it. Was there? Yes, there was a trailer for it. And it looked pretty good. Not too crazy. Nothing insane or any other sort. But I do like the fact that we're bringing some Latino-inspired horror movies out. You know, we are a big crowd for these movies. That's why they made that Paranormal Activity spinoff movie, The Marked Ones or whatever, was it called the Mark ones? I don't remember, but it was the Hispanic in the Hispanic version of Paranormal Activity. And yeah, we are as a Hispanic person myself, a member of the Latino community. We are a big, we are a big um, part of this audience. We love these movies, so thank you for the representation. I am hyped for this movie, and you should at least have some interest for it. Maybe not as much as me because I have a personal thing with this movie, but. Check out the trailer, see if you like it, because I do think it looks good. It's going to be one of those jump jump scare heavy movies, of course, but hopefully there's some substance in between the jump scares to really ramp up the tension, and really, because I do like the story of La Llorona as a weeping woman who baits you to her cries, and then it's it's over for you. There, I, I am remembering the trailer now, actually. There really was a trailer. There really is a trailer for it. I don't know why I was thinking about it, but no. Why I was doubting the trailer when, like, I'm, it's clearly in my mind. And there's, like, a really intense scene in a car. Check out the trailer, guys. Because now I'm remembering it much more clearer. And that scene in the car, I wish it wasn't in the trailer. But that is a selling point. That is something that's going to make you want to go and watch this movie. So definitely look forward to La Llorona. Now I'm going to talk about three more movies. And two of these aren't really horror movies per se. But I guess they fit in like the horror disaster or body horror. It's, 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 well, three of them aren't really hard. The three of them aren't really horror movies, but they kind of fit because they're a bit macabre and crazy. And one of them started off as a horror franchise, but it got more like kid friendly and actiony and stuff like that. But I'm just going to mention them just to mention them. First things first, I'm going to mention Hellboy. 
Hellboy is going for this new Hellboy coming out is not going for that dark, awesome fantasy shit that Guillermo del Toro did, which wasn't bad. I'm not really a big fan of the Hellboy movies. I found them to be boring. I love the performances. I love the the aesthetics of it, but I just found those movies boring as hell. Now, this upcoming Hellboy movie, I thought it was going to look more terrifying from the way they were talking about it, but the way that trailer was presented, the tone of the trailer, it looked like a fun ride, but it does look darker. It does look much more closer to the... Co- it looks like it's more grounded in the comics, like much more related because it is... It does look like a much darker movie, and it's going for that hard R. So I know there's going to be a lot of terrifying images. There'll probably be a few scares there, and I do think it's a movie worth looking out for. So that's one. The next movie, New Mutants, which I think is going to be a horrible movie, but I do want to watch it just in case I'm proven wrong, because I remember seeing the trailer for The New Mutants and seeing that it's a bunch of a bunch of these mutants. Just It's an X-Men-based movie, if you didn't realize from watching the trailer. But I do remember thinking, holy shit, this is great. This is something that needs to be done with superhero movies. Take them into new genres. And now here we have a movie about these kids trapped in an asylum. And they're being experimented on. And their powers are going out of control. And they don't know what the hell to do. And like, there's probably going to be like a revolt or something. Like, This looks good. It actually looks scary to seeing what they're doing to these kids. And how they're torturing them. And and mistreating them and all that. It does look kind of scary. This Out of these three movies that I'm talking about, this one is probably the closest to a horror movie. And I think it was filmed and written as a horror movie. And I do look forward to it because I know Disney's going to get the X-Men franchise back after this. And they're all going to be colorful, pop culture reference heavy movies. So it would be really nice to see what could be... It is going to be really nice to see what could be done. Even if it's a catastrophic failure, it... It's going to be interesting to see what can be done with this genre post, you know, well, not post anything. I mean, just in the genre of superhero movies, what other subgenres can be made with this? Like, because we need it. We need superhero movies to be different. And I know Deadpool was kind of different. There are superhero movies out there that are different, you know, but not different in the way that Unbreakable was different. Unbreakable was a very different superhero movie. You know, and this movie looks to be on that level of different. And it will be great for directors and writers and even producers and everyone to see this movie and go, oh, that didn't work, but we can do something that will probably work better. And I shouldn't talk about this movie as if it's going to be a failure, but with the way things are going with the X-Men movies, the constant delay of Dark Phoenix, the uncertainty of what's going on with Disney and Fox with this merger and all this shit, like... I just feel like this movie is going to bomb bad, but it won't be as bad as the box office tells us. I'm hoping to be wrong. I'm hoping it does bonkers and we get freaking superhero romance movies, superhero family dramas, and superhero slasher movies and shit like that. Like, I'm all for it. So, fingers crossed for this movie. And then last, but certainly not least, my most anticipated movie of 2019... It's not a horror movie. It is a giant monster movie. But giant monsters are scary when they tur- when they show up and they fucking blow everything up and stomp out your town. And this franchise started off as an allegory against nuclear freaking development. Godzilla King of the Monsters. If you're telling me that fucking King Ghidorah does not look terrifying in this movie. Rodan coming out of a freaking volcano and just causing freaking 
category 20 hurricanes every time he flaps his goddamn wings. Mothra being all cute and shit, but you know that bitch is terrifying. Holy shit, I am so hyped for this movie, guys. This movie... I am more hyped for this movie than I am Avengers. I'm more hyped for this movie than I am for freaking It and everything. I know I know, I'm, I did a top three where I mentioned It and freaking Us and, you know. But I am super duper hyped for this movie. It's not a horror movie per se. We're all going to go and not be scared of anything. But just the spectacle of giant monsters. Gi Giant monster movies are a horror movie, you know. We're supposed to be scared of these giant creatures destroying entire civilizations because they don't destroy towns no more. They don't destroy cities, no. These motherfuckers destroy entire civilizations. That's how massive they got it and how powerful. So that is supposed to scare you. And it did when they first came out all those years ago. But now we've grown old and we, we, we've, gotten, we, we've gotten so used to this shit that... It doesn't phase us anymore, so we just love watching shit get destroyed. But this movie is going to fucking rock your socks off, guys. Like, this is going to be freaking awesome. So, yeah, 2019 is looking really good, guys. It's looking very freaking good for horror movies. Resident Evil coming out is going to be a nice kick in the ass for horror games. I haven't read up of any upcoming books that are coming out this year, but speaking of books, there is an adaption of Doctor of Doctor No Sleep, Doctor Sleep, the adaption of the sequel to The Shining. I don't know if that's coming out this year or it's getting pushed to 2020, but that is in development. It is something to look forward to because if you haven't read Doctor Sleep, you really should, especially if you like The Shining. It's a really good book about uh shit. What's the name of that kid? The the son coming back to the to the hotel and. Going through a bunch of crazy shit himself. Definitely read it. I can't believe I'm forgetting his name when I freaking read this book recently. I'm talking like in the past six months. But it'll come to me eventually. But yeah, guys. 2019 is going to be great for horror. Resident Evil coming out. I, I hope that kicks off what kicks off a bunch of more horror games coming out. Like indie, on, on the indie level. We don't need a bunch of big budget AAA horror games. I want indie horror games to come back and have an impact like slender did like amnesia and finites at freddy's you know we haven't gotten that back there have been some good ones here and there you know you had games like soma but they were so long ago like no there's no good horror games coming out i would like a new book a new franchise to start and hopefully if we get a season two of a haunting of hill house it's way better than season one we are getting stranger things season three this year they released the release date for it's coming out in july of 2019 I'm hoping that it's just as good as the first two seasons, you know, if not even better, but I'll take just as good. So there's actually, in my opinion, more to look forward to this year. And I feel like this year, if it is as good as I hope it is, then 2020 will probably be even better because the great thing about horror is that it's so cheap and easy to produce. It's done very quick. So you can release these things at a very fast clip especially the indie stuff so hopefully we get some good indie slashers some just genuine good surprises because we had a few of those last year you know like i said mandy was great revenge was great i didn't mention the movie cam but that was also great if you haven't seen the movie cam that's a really good movie about identity thieves and shit like that like and it's scary you know your whole identity getting taken and someone out there to get you like it's good it's a really good movie and yeah I'm just hoping to get another hush, another 
You're Next, something on those calibers or the movies I just mentioned as well. Just something like that coming out. I hope more and more iconic slashers return and those deals get made, all those rights issues get settled this year. And we, I hope the year ends with a great teaser trailer to the next Friday the 13th movie. Because if you can't tell, I am just salivating at the mouth for the return of Jason Voorhees. Especially after watching the piece of shit that was Friday the 13th. I mean, Jason Goes to Hell the Final Friday yesterday or two days ago. Whenever the hell I watched that. Seriously. I was going to watch Jason next after that. I might do that probably one of these days and just live comment, live tweet while watching it. Because I like torturing myself just so I can say a few funny tweets. But anyway, guys, look forward to 2019. Happy New Year. Whatever resolutions you guys made, I hope you get them done. I'm not reading reader mail this week. I'll read reader mail next week. I want them to pile up a bit more because I want to actually make that segment a little bit longer. So I'm going to let a few questions um, pile up. Guys, send questions to scarednoodle at gmail.com. I'm going to repeat that again right now when I end this show with the ending segue. Let's do this, guys. So yeah, guys, thank you for listening to me ramble about 2018 and 2019. Like I was just saying, 2018 was a very good year for horror movies, but just a decent year, I guess, for horror in general, because books and TV shows and video games, they failed us spectacularly, at least in my opinion. Remember, these are all my opinions. You can say that I'm absolutely wrong, and that's absolutely fine. But 2019 looks great. There's a lot to look forward to in 2019. And there's so much I've missed that's coming out that maybe you guys can tell me about. And we can hash it out, talk about it, you know. And I would like to know because I want to consume so much more horror this year than I did last year. Because I'm so enthralled with the genre again. Especially recently with how it's being taken seriously and how... The mainstream is loving it. All the box office successes that the genre is having is great. A movie doesn't have to make a billion dollars to be a success. And a movie doesn't have to cost 250 million freaking dollars. That's the beauty of horror. And you get a bunch of high profile guys and high profile actors who started here. And a lot of these people, they will move on and they will forget that they started in horror. They don't want to hear about that shit. And it's like, dude. This is the most primal of all genres. This is the genre that you can relate to the most. We all feel fear. You know, like we all get scared of something. And, and it's addictive. You know, it's addicting to be scared, especially in a safe, controlled environment. So, yeah, a lot to look forward to. Remember, guys, you can always find me on Twitter, at CastNoodle. Follow me because I'm going to be watching a bunch of shit, playing a bunch of shit. And I'm going to just be live tweeting about it the whole time. And all that. And maybe that will evolve into live commentary on Twitch or something. Who the hell knows? Send your questions and comments, concerns, everything to scarednoodlecast at gmail.com. Next week, we're going to be talking about... Wait for it. My favorite goddamn horror movie. Well, not my favorite goddamn horror movie, but my perfect horror movie. I'm going to... Finally released this episode. It's been a long time coming. I know I promised it back on Halloween, but now it's actually going to happen. I'm going to talk, talk you through my perfect horror movie from start to finish. How would I make it? Who? I don't know about who's going to be in it, but you know, just the story, the type, all that shit. We're going to do it next week, guys, because I'm giving you guys what I didn't give you in 2018, here in 2019, and then we'll go for, we'll kick it off from there and just keep it moving. Once again, thank you guys for listening. Have yourselves a good day, good night, good anything, good everything pretty much. And as always, 
I look forward to talking scary with you soon right here on the Scared Noodle Podcast.